Hello and welcome to Essentials to Heal Yourself. I'm Laurel A. Humphreys. So today we're continuing on with a series of the natural laws of health. And the one we're going to talk about today is a gargantuan, gargantuan. You could fill 50 libraries with information about this one thing. And that is all about what are you putting into your mouth? About the level of nutrition that you have. So as I've explained with this whole series about what a natural law of health is, it's one of those things that's so obvious and so simple and yet so profound that when we follow it, then we experience a lot of positive results and benefits. When we refuse to live in harmony with these natural laws of health and refuse to follow them, then we also get to experience the consequences of disease, decay, degeneration, pain, suffering, and all the things that we complain about. So as I've also done with all of these natural laws of health, I correlate them with the structure of your energy system so that you can understand that in addition to understanding more about your physical body, how the two connect, how the two influence each other, and how you can understand yourself better understand how your body works better so that you know what it needs to thrive and how to take care of it, i.e. how to heal yourself. And the conversation around nutrition is absolutely central, central, central to your ability to heal yourself. So if you're not willing to follow the advice of this natural law of health, then I don't know what to tell you. Don't complain when you're not feeling good. So as always, then I refer to the book by Carolyn Meese, Why People Don't Heal and How They Can, to kind of give you an understanding of what this energy center is in your energy system, which is the third chakra, and how that relates to your digestive system and the health of it, as well as the organs in your digestive tract. So let's read from the wisdom of Carolyn Meese. Go look her up if you're not familiar with her. She's got so many things online that are so beneficial. You'll learn mounds and mounds and heaps of good things from her. Okay, the energy system, your third chakra. It sits right below your rib cage, on the center line of your body, right where your rib cage comes up and, and, and comes together in the central line. It's oftentimes called the solar plexus, and it's often a usually a tender spot there. So your third chakra is all about the abdomen, the stomach, the upper intestines, liver and gallbladder health. That's always a big one for people. Kidney and pancreas, the adrenal glands, spleen, and middle spine. There's a huge nerve plexus that is tied right into this area of your spine into your solar into yeah into your solar plexus as all the energy centers are there's a nerve plexus on each one of your chakras which helps um, um, disperse electromagnetic energy there into the organs as through that the nervous system so that's why 
the solar plexus is called what it is because it's a very large nerve plexus there. All right, the mental and emotional issues or, or patterns that are correlated to this energy center are all of the areas of your life, experiences of your life around fear and intimidation, trust, self-esteem, self-confidence, self-respect. In short, this is your willpower, your self-trust center. It has all the information about how you are with you. The care of oneself and others. Responsibility for making decisions, like what you put into your mouth. Responsibility for your own healing and health. Sensitivity to criticism. This is a massive one, the fear of what others are going to say and to think. Personal honor, how much you respect yourself and whether or not you sell yourself out, you prostitute yourself to other people for whatever reason that you justify yourself. You sell your personal honor. That's massive. So as I've explained with all of the other energy centers, when there are issues with any of these themes of your life that Issues with your relationship with yourself, which quite frankly, to be honest, who doesn't have relationship or issues with their relationship with themselves? Everyone, <laughs> especially, especially if you've not done any of your healing work and your personal growth work. So if you have patterns, um, crappy thinking, issues, trauma, anything that will erode away your self-esteem, your self-respect, your personal honor. If you can't resolve those and come to peace with them, that energy of that experience, the energy of your thoughts and your emotions and all those habitual patterns will sit and fester in your gut. That's where they land. That's where they're stored. That's also where you access them when you choose to heal them. That's why people have so many digestive issues one of the core reasons why, because they have all of this stuff, all of this emotional baggage stashed in their gut that they can't resolve, that they're not willing to resolve in dealing with themselves. So when that happens, some of the physical degenerative issues and conditions and diseases that you'll experience with this chakra, this area of your body are Arthritis, acidic overload that spreads to your joints from your gut. Gastric or duodenal ulcers or ulcers within your sections of your small intestine. Colon and intestinal problems. Who doesn't have those or has experience, hasn't experienced those at some point in your life? Especially with today's horrific diet that most people eat. Pancreatitis, diabetes lead sugar issues galore. Massive, massive issue here. Indigestion, bloating, inflammation, all issues related to digestion, uh, whether it's chronic or acute. Anorexia or bulimia, eating disorders, which has a direct correlation to your relationship with yourself. Liver dysfunction, hepatitis, adrenal dysfunction, 
tapping yourself out because adrenals, adrenaline is actually um, part of or plays part in the whole digestive process, a digestive process. All right. So let's get into this. Whole foods. What are you putting into your mouth? How are you nourishing yourself or are you nourishing yourself? Are you familiar with Weston A. Price? He was a dentist in the 1900s, I think. I don't, don't quote me on the exact dates. Whether in the 1940s or 50s or 60s, sometime in there. He did an awful lot of work and research into why people's jaws, jawline, their dental health was deteriorating and decaying. And he looked at a lot of different cultures and civilizations all over the globe. And he found that there were certain people, <clears throat> certain communities that didn't have the issues that Western culture, Western countries did of the crooked teeth, the narrowing jaws, the cavities, the need for root canals and needing to pull teeth, all of the, and the gum disease, all the dental issues. So he's like, what is going on here? Why do this, why does this group of people not have any of this stuff, but yet over here and these other countries, they're rife with those things. His conclusion of all after all kinds of travels to different countries and communities and cultures, all kinds of research, his, his conclusion was quite startling. And it had to do with how far removed people were from the living earth, from the soil, from proper nutrition, from actual real food. Foods made from plants whose roots are stuck in the ground. Real actual foods that you pick off a tree or off of a plant and eat. As opposed to fake foods produced in a manufacturing plant owned by a globalist corporation. So he did these studies and he tracked what happens from one generation to the next in the deterioration when one generation does not have the full range of nutrition that they require? What happens to their children and their grandchildren on and on and on? It was shocking. With each generation, there is some de de deterioration of the jaw lines, of the, the skeletal structure, structure um, the ability to um, ward off disease, the ability to build out the, the body to the fullest capacity. Each generation experienced its own type of diseases and degenerative conditions, and they were compounded. So the first generation had their issues. The second generation had their issues in addition to the issues of the first generation. The third generation, had their degenerative problems and issues along with the previous two generations. So by the time you came down to the seventh generation, which is exactly where we are right now today, the seventh generation lost their capacity to reproduce. When a species cannot reproduce, 
that is spells the end for them unless things get turned around. Look at the children today. How many issues do they have? ADD, ADHD, autism, diabetes, cancer, fertility problems that have been actually expressing for the last two or three generations. We are now at a critical point in the survival of humanity. This is only one factor of about a thousand other factors that I could list that are all a result of refusing to live in harmony with natural law. When will it get your attention? When will it be important enough for you to actually learn how to take care of yourself, learn what it means to heal yourself and live in harmony with natural law? At what point do you stop fighting and arguing against the fact that there are natural laws in existence, that you are subject to them, that you can't just go about and making things up as you go along just because it fits the whim of your ego, because it feels good and looks good for the moment, irrespective of the consequences later on down the line. Our Diets is one of the most stark, shocking evidences of this fact. So let's look at it. What did you eat today? What do you typically eat? What do you typically drink? Is it real actual food? Whole foods? Fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, whole grains, herbs, medicinal mushrooms, things that are made from the plants whose roots are stuck in the dirt? Or does your diet primarily consist of the standard American death diet of packaged, processed, denatured, nutritionally void foodstuffs that are not fit for human consumption? Do you pull things out of a box, run by the closest fast food joint just because it's easy, convenient, cheap? Do take out all the time without giving any regard whatsoever as what's in the ingredients of that food? And then you wonder why you have gut issues. I mentioned in the beginning of this series, we talked about the Flexner Report of 1910 that changed the education that doctors in this country and in Canada receive. When that happened, the establishment, i.e. the bankers, central bankers, globalists, the industrialists, the government, and all of their um, lackeys, the pharmaceutical industry, they took over control of the curriculum of the doctors that go through medical school. As it stands right now, the typical doctor at their best may receive eight if hours of nutrition in eight years of college. And I actually think it's lower than that. I actually think it's closer to six hours of nutrition. So I asked you, how in the hell do you expect anyone to support you, educate you, help you on healing yourself if they haven't a clue 
as to the impact of food on the health. If they have this belief that, oh, it doesn't matter what you eat, it has nothing to do with disease. Are you kidding me? It has everything to do with disease. Wake up. That's such a delusional lie. Thankfully, more and more people are beginning to grasp this fact. When all that changed, when the medical pharmaceutical establishment took over healthcare in combination with chemical companies who make the food, who make the drugs, who make the chemicals, the, the pesticides, the fertilizers, all the things, the GMO crap. It's one big collusion to destroy the food supply of humans, to poison them for profit. Go look at any ingredient list of a boxed thing in your grocery store, whether it's frozen, canned food, boxed foods, whatever. Half of those, those ingredients, do you even know what they are? Can you even pronounce them? Do you know what the preservatives are? The flavors, the colorings, things like dye, red number three or red number four, or yellow six. What plant in nature grows a compound or a food called yellow bread six? What compound or what plant in nature grows a thing called MSG or glyphosate? Those are not foods or anything that has any place in the human body. Those are poisons. They are toxic to the body. They do harm. The typical standard American diet is loaded with all kinds of chemicals, preservatives, artificial colors, artificial flavors, artificial nutrition. What does artificial mean? It means fake. Fake flavors, fake colors, fake nutrition, fake food. Why are you putting it in your mouth? Just because it's cheap and easy, con convenient? Have you become so disconnected from yourself, from your body, that you don't understand what that thing is doing to your gut? And then you wonder why you have gas or constipation or you in, have inflammation or heartburn? Seriously. What you eat matters. This is natural law. There are consequences when you violate it. So let's go a little further down this rabbit hole and see what happens when you continue to violate natural law and eat fake food that is not fit for human consumption. All of these chemicals in the foods, even in the dairy, in, even in the meat, there's so many of them coming at you from so many different angles that over time, they accumulate considerably within the body. You know, one meal now and then or one food item now and then is one thing. But when it's consistent with every meal and you're not paying attention to what you're eating and you're not reading ingredient lists so that you don't know the chemicals that you're putting into your body with every single meal, then you wonder why you have problems. Those chemicals 
are put there to make you addicted to the foods so that they will taste good, so that they cause a chemical shift in, in your brain and with the neurotransmitters and the, like dopamine so that you will buy more of them. Spend more of your money to make the globalist corporations who own all the food manufacturers rich at your expense. All the chemicals, the fertilizers, the preservatives, especially glyphosate, is put on so many different grains that wreak havoc with the gut. All of that stuff deteriorates away the gut. When the gut goes, the rest of the body goes too. It, a lot of these chemicals destroy, absolutely destroy the microbiome. And then when you have multiple rounds of antibiotics that your doctor tells you to take, that you do over the course of your life, you've decimated your microbiome. And when those friendly flora go, or the populations of them are diminished, there's all this space in your intestines, miles and, or several feet and yards of space for all kinds of opportunistic microorganisms and yeasts and fungus and bacteria and parasites and worms and all kinds of critters can come in and fill the space that deteriorates your gut integrity that deteriorates your quality of digestion, that prohibits your body from absorbing the nutrients it needs. Whatever nutrients are in that it can extract from that food stuff that you ate. When your gut, when your gut and your microbiome are so compromised, so is your immune system. 70% of your immune system lives in your gut. If you want a strong immune system, Pay attention to your diet. One of the other factors that happens is that it changes your neurochemistry, your brain, your, your ability to think straight, to, to um, focus on, to make decisions, your, your moods get all whacked out of whack. All of that is strongly, greatly influenced by the state of your gut. So again, if your digestion is off, everything goes to shit, <laughs> quite literally. So when you have all of this going on in your gut, because you're not giving yourself the nutrition your body requires in order to function, instead you're giving it toxic chemicals, that's going to cause a lot of inflammation and stress, physiological stress of the body. That's just as damaging as the day-to-day -day stresses that we experience when we're out dealing with life and traffic and jobs and people and schedules and on and on. The physiological stress that you put your body under as a result of what you put in your mouth is a huge factor in, towards the deterioration of your body and the creation of disease. So it's important to pay attention to this. When all of these things are going on, your body's screaming because it's not getting the nourishment, the nutrition, the minerals, the enzymes, the vitamins it requires in order to properly function. 
when instead it has to deal with all of this toxic load that jacks up your nervous system, your ability to think is going to jack up your biochemistry, jack up all of your hormones, your endocrine system, your estrogen levels, your cortisol and, and, and adrenaline levels. You're creating a mess inside of you. Why would you do this to yourself? Why? Tell me. Why would you insist on violating natural principles of health by eating crap that doesn't belong in your body? The root reason I feel is what I'm about to explain to you. You're doing all of these things. You're eating foods that you've now become addicted to. They're also comfort foods to help you deal with the stress, the emotional, mental anguish of your life. It's all about covering up the state of your relationship with yourself, which is what this third chakra of your energy system is all about. We are very deeply socially conditioned in the types of foods and the food preferences that we have. It starts from birth. You know, oftentimes people will, you know, if the baby's screaming, then what do you do? You shove something in their mouth to get them to shut up. If, you, if they've done a good job, if the toddler's done a good thing, pick it, picked up their toys, you give them a reward. What most often is that reward? It's a food item. You go out to celebrate. How do you celebrate? With food. You're depressed. Something's happened. You've lost something. You're grieving. What? How do you deal with that? With food. We're deeply, deeply conditioned by our families and societies of what to eat, when to eat, how to eat it. And this establishes expectations of other people around you of how you are to interact with the tribe with your family, with your friends, with social situations. There's this spoken and unspoken uh, mores of this is what's acceptable. This is what's not acceptable. And so to fit in, to be accepted by the tribe, then you go along with what they want you to do, what they tell you to do, how to eat. There's so much social pressure to eat according to, to what the rest of the people around you are eating, are eating instead of going off and, and saying in their midst, no, I'm gonna eat this thing over here because that's what feeds my body. That's what my body requires for health. There's so much social pressure with, when it comes to food. And so as a result of all of this, social pressure and social conditioning coupled with the chemical shitstorm that you've done to yourself to alter your moods and how you feel and your brain clarity and your energy levels when you don't feel good, you don't act good, you don't speak good to other people, you want to be left alone. So you couple these two things together. The result biochemically of destroying your gut, of not nourishing yourself and the social pressures and what you produce is a personal personality identity or ego identity that is not who you truly are. Therefore, when I say pretend foods produce pretend 
people, I mean exactly that. It produces responses to your life to other people that acquiesces to this fake personality, this personality, this ego-based personality that is developed to please other people at your own expense. It's not your authentic personality that expresses your truth, that expresses self-respect and your honor of who you truly are. All of the things that I mentioned earlier in this video about what the sh third chakra is about, the honor, the self-trust, the self-respect, the self-confidence. We whittle those away so that we can be accepted by the crowd, so that we don't have to fear the big old, what are they going to think of me? Who cares? Honor yourself first. So when you're not true to yourself, that creates that agitation and it's easy to fall into the comfort eating, fall into the social eating, irrespective of what the quality of those foods are and, and what's in those foods and how it's wrecking your digestion. And then pretty soon you wonder why you have ulcerative colitis or di diabetes or kidney stones, or a fatty liver, or constipation, or colon cancer. I just told you why they are created by all of these factors of eating crap food and not honoring yourself. Straight up. So, how do you unravel all of this? You start eating real food. Plain and simple. You shop in the produce section of the grocery store instead of the freezer section. Start eating fruits and vegetables. Berries, nuts and seeds. Whole grains. Smoothies, salads. Real food, nourish your body with actual real food that is meant to eat. Not this fake crap produced by globalist corporations who put crap in there to poison you. When you start to clean up your diet and turn that around, the body has innate intelligence. It knows what to do with that nutrition because it recognizes it. It knows how to heal itself. It knows how to cleanse itself when given the correct ingredients to do so. When you get out of your own damn way and feed it real food and stop worrying about what other people are going to think of you if you eat salad loaded with all kinds of healthy vegetables and fruits and nuts instead of the fake food that they're eating. Pay attention to what you're doing. Read the labels. Learn how to make five or six simple, fast, easy, nutrient-dense foods or meals with real actual food. 
and start turning this around. And you will be amazed, amazed at how your body responds to you. And it doesn't have to take very long because your body knows how to heal itself. Part of the wisdom of this natural law of health is the saying that we've all heard a hundred million times and yet we ignore it. Let food be thy medicine. Let medicine be thy food. Eat real food. Allow your body to do what it knows to do in order to heal itself. Learn to live in harmony with this natural law and stop fighting it. And with that, I have a gift for you. Thank you for sticking with me and listening to my rants, which passionate as they are, they're very important. You can see, you can tell that this is a very big topic for me. I have a download for you. It's called the three essential keys to help clean up your gut, to restore your digestion. A beginning point, if you're suffering with digestive issues, arthritis, joint issues, whatever, all disease begins in the gut. It begins with what you're putting in your mouth. So I have this gift for you. I encourage you to download it. I invite you to get it. The three essential keys to help restore your digestion. It's found in the link in the description below this video. Please download it, go through it, take it to heart. Share this video around with others who you think could benefit from what I've shared here today. Subscribe to my channel, like my channel, and help me grow this podcast. So thank you so much for tuning in to today to this video, and I'll talk to you soon. Take care.